The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 99. General West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we gotta do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. You say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Barazzini, and you're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father. Howdy, Jack. And Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Hi, Jack. Today we are discussing the 13th episode of Season 5, Proving Ground. O'Neill is leading tra- is leading training for recruits to prepare them for off-world missions. During one exercise, after performing poorly on their final mission, the recruits believe that they have been scrubbed out of the Stargate program. Things change when the SGC is infiltrated by a hostile alien presence, and the team of recruits must help O'Neill infiltrate the SGC, rescue Carter, and shut down the Stargate. Or do they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this episode, Father? You know, it's one of those episodes that I didn't remember fondly, and I won't re- still won't remember it fondly, but it's not as bad as I thought, you know, as I thought I remembered it to be. It was it was okay. It was cute. It was more or less a bottle show, you know, just kind of a quick and dirty show. It really wasn't much. Uh, it, and when I say quick and dirty, there's actually in the, in the uh, wiki that they had to add, like, scenes because it was too short, but... Um, yeah, it was it was okay. It was it was an episode. Um now we'll have to talk about the Cylons invading SGC, but that that's yeah. another story. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say they're they're so worried about an alien presence when they have a Cylon with them the whole time. That's yep. right. <laughs> what about you, Lisa? Uh I'm kinda of, I'm kinda of with Father Corey on this one that when I watched it originally, I do remember this episode back back then. Um I didn't really like it. Haley drove me crazy. Uh, I didn't <laughs> think that she, you know, gelled. She just kind of had this smugness about her that she didn't fit in with the team and that she was above it all. Um, but watching it back now, I, I don't see that as much. And I, I liked it more than I did originally. So, you know, I can appreciate it for what it is um, now. I'm not sure I did back 20 years ago. Um, but it's it's cute in parts The the the... The SG team, SG one team gets to kind of act out of their usual range and um, in character, but a little, you know, like Daniel getting all excited about being to sit in Hammond's chair, and you know, there's some cuteness yeah. to it, you know, but um, overall, you know, it's it's there, better mm-hmm. than some, not as yeah. good as others, you know. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh... I thought it was fine. It is basically a cut and paste of the Next Generation episode Lower Decks because it was written by the same writer. And mm-hmm. so I think he just recycled his script. But overall, I thought it was okay. It was decently enjoyable. I have a lot of questions about their stun weapons that they suddenly have, which we haven't, I don't think we've seen before. We have. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they're from a previous episode where they went onto the planet where the 
Jaffa. The Jaffa were fighting each other, oh, remember? Yeah, and War then games they had to or whatever show. it was yeah. called. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, rules of engagement. That's yeah, it. rules that's of engagement. Right, that yeah. was it. Yeah. The Entars. Mm-hmm. I feel and, like that's something that you'd want to use more often. Yeah. yeah so well, it's kind of use it for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of fun that they remember they had it in their arsenal and brought it out. True. I will we'll say, though, you mentioned the Lower Decks episode, which was the inspiration for the Star Trek series. And the TNG episode was much better than this, though. <laughs> I, yeah. I yeah. I mean, th- in that episode, you actually knew the characters a little bit better. There was actual drama going on. There's a you know very strong story point. It's it's a much stronger episode than this one where you learn, I think, one superficial attribute of each character. You know, Satterfield likes Daniel Jackson. Gorman <laughs> is like, you know, cannon fodder. You know, Elliot is indecisive. Haley is Haley. And so you don't really yeah. care about the characters at all. If I mean, you mentioned yeah. they had to pad this for time. They could have just had a scene with them saying it's like. Like, yeah, I'm from Chicago and man, growing up on the streets, it was really, really tough. And so that's why this means the world to me. And, you know, my grandmother had to do this and Aunt May had to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, but we don't get any of that. It's just, you know, they, they're, they're completely two-dimensional cardboard cutouts. And so you don't care about them. Um, and, and as a result, you're like, why are we spending the episode? On, it's, this is a filler episode. I mean, plain and simple. Yeah. And it's the third Earthbound episode in a row. I mean, granted, one of those was Wormhole Extreme, but yeah. it's like, let's get off the planet already. Does that well, mean we have big get... things to come? Well, We're I'm, saving you know, money I'm surprised on the planet. I that Grogan, you know, he, he got shot multiple times. I'm surprised they didn't have the scene of him pulling out the picture of his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we get done with the training, I'm going to go and marry my girlfriend. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, here, sign the life insurance policy. Don't worry. We have plenty of time for that. As he's yeah. walking at the, the, the hot shots uh, reference there. Yeah, and that's why uh that's why I saved you for last, Victor, because I knew that you really did not like this episode and got some of that right there. <laughs> it's 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 an un, it's an unforced error. I mean, they could have made it better than it was. Um, you know, the, the story, you know, this is two thousand one, so everything had to have a twist. You know, this is two years after the sixth sense and you know, a few years after the usual suspects. And so everything now has to have like this twist ending is what we're starting to see. And this starts to carry over into television. And so it's, you know, it's like, Ooh, well, is it a really a training mission or is it, or is it not? And then at the end it's like, Ooh, is it really a training mission or or is it not? You know? And it's like, Ooh, there's a twist, but it's not really a twist because they've, it's been a full episode (laughs) of just them being put through training mission. So it, it just gets, it's just really stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid. And waste, yeah. A time waster. I mean. And that's what, that was my, one of my biggest problems with it was the fact that right off the bat, like when the dudes pull up in the car, I'm like, this is obviously part of the test. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just used to that or something, but it's very obvious that the entire thing is a test the whole time. And every single twist is just, all right, it's just another layer of the test. Well, just the fact that Jack is, you know, he's on his, his cell phone and he's using the code words and everything, but he's making sure to do it like this so that they can hear him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that they're not using real weapons. They're using their stun weapons. And the best part I thought was when she shot the dude. Yeah. With, with the live, with, with the, the live yeah. ammo. Yeah. Live. Mm-hmm. Yep. But even then I feel like, so they've obviously been through like basic training or. Well, they're academy whatever. grads. They, they've been through yeah. four years of Air Force Academy. Mm-hmm. So I assume that they'd be able to tell if someone was shooting 
blanks at them. Like maybe not in the heat of the moment. I mean, I don't, I have no experience with this whatsoever. Um, but I feel like you feel like there'd be something to tip them off. Well, well the, 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 the fact, fact you don't have no the bullets ricocheting off of the <laughs> yeah. right concrete, yeah. But again, like you said, it's it's the heat of the heat of the moment. They they don't know that this is fake. They don't know that, and they haven't been in a combat situation, yeah. Because they don't do live fire exercises where the bullets are coming at them. They do the live fire where it's you know you're walking mm. you're walking through a, a a you know a training room. And it's full of things that you shoot with live fire, not yeah. people. Right. <laughs> so this is something that you might you might know, Father Corey. Does the military ever do training like this where they fake out people? Yeah. Well, oh, maybe do? not so much faking out. Maybe not so much faking out. Um, it's possible. Um, I was actually thinking about that. It was regular about once or twice a year at the Air Force Base I was at in Southern Illinois, Scott Air Force Base. They would do up for exercises, opposing force. Mm-hmm. And so they would, and it was mostly for like the security forces and people like that. Um, but it would be things like, okay, so we're in a, you know, we're in an air force base in the middle, literally in the middle of the United States. This is right outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And so it'd be things like uh, anti-war, anti-nuke uh, uh, protesters raid the base. You know, they come. They, you know, rush the gate. How do you handle that? Um, things like that, you know, terrorist attack or something like that. You know, nothing, nothing like a, a full military attack, you know, like the, the, the Canadians decided to attack the United States. Nothing like that. <laughs> they do that other places. And there are exercises mm-hmm. where you hear of, you know, where the, the, they'll have the fighter jets and all these other, uh, you know, the refuelers and everything go to uh, Nellis in, in Nevada and do that kind of training as well. But as far as like all of a sudden, oh no, the base is overrun. Here, take this gun suspiciously loaded with blanks, you know. <laughs> yeah. So they that, don't ever do they don't ever do anything where the people who are in the training are not aware that it's a training because I feel like that'd be a real safety hazard. Yeah, I, I I don't remember ever hearing about anything like that. And they definitely don't do anything like that at basic training. I mean so no, I, I I would be very surprised if they would do any kind of exercise like this, where especially the double layer, where oh we're done with the first the first exercise, yeah. and oh no something happened, and we've got to do the set. Oh wait, this actually ends up being a second exercise. No, you know it's they know it's coming, you know, and, and of course the the those who are involved in it are expected to perform as if it was the real deal, right? Because you know, same same thing they would do with medical, they would. I remember uh, again at the the base I was at. There was lo- there was lots of you know grass you know inside inside the flight line area, and so they could set up their tents and everything and do you know triage you know medical medical triage and stuff like that. And again, have people volunteer where they'd actually get put on like the stage makeup and stuff like that. Like they've got a you know gash through their their cheek or you know an arm cut off or whatever you know that they have to. Uh, figure out how to handle that and stuff like that. So I, I never did that. I, I never had the opportunity to do it. And I probably should have, because it probably would have been a lot of fun to be the guy laying there with my arm, my arm, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you just mentioned uh, the whole thing with twists. And I feel like what they were going for at the end with it being a second fake out where he has to go into the gate room and pick her up. Um, I feel like that they were trying to do a reverse twist where, because the obvious thing is, oh, now something's really going to happen. 
but it was yep. so obvious from the beginning that it was still fake that it just didn't land. Well, yeah. yeah it, and, and, and they really didn't try to make, try to like fool the audience or anything. Cause they cut back to like the, the, you know, the, my favorite room in the SGC that, you know, command center on level 16 or wherever it was with like a little all security the, room. Yeah. yeah the little <laughs> operation center there. And they're like, did he fall? They don't say, did he fall for it? But they're like, like, what's he doing? Like, you know, and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And the only, the only point I was watching this, I was like, okay, so what point are we supposed to think it's fake versus real? And when Haley did like shoot the guard, you're like, oh, well maybe now we're supposed to, you know, now we think it's, it's real. Right. But, yep. um, but then, you know, Haley was in on it and mm-hmm. stuff. I think so, that was supposed to be part of the twist, right? That Haley was in on it. Yeah. And that's yeah. why she's the one who got the, you know, with quote unquote yeah. live ammo. Yeah. Which is, again, yeah, this is like really dangerous if you don't tell these people, you know, because I could see one of them just like going nuts and like grabbing like a, a pipe off the wall, right? Or something. And, and <laughs> I don't like, you know, like turn is going around and start yeah. smashing with the, the M16. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, did they not, were they not at all surprised? So he surprised in the original exercise that. You know, Jack was take O'Neill was taken out and all this, but then look how easily they shot uh Teal'c in the conference room. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, I, I did I did like Daniel when he's talking to Jack. Yeah. Now you did tell him just take me prisoner, not shoot me, right? right. And you yeah. see Jack just kind of like kind of a smirk, like, sure. <laughs> and he and he said this time. This time, yeah. This time, yeah. 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 Which tells you there's history. It's, well, it, it's you, you like imagine, early episode yeah. where Jack, what was it? They keep running into each other in the hallway. Yeah. Which was that? Was it Wind of Opportunity? Yeah. Yeah. opens the door. Yeah. Where Teal opens the door. No, I was thinking where Daniel, where Jack's talking to Daniel in the hallway and someone keeps coming around. Is a Siler coming around the corner and bumps into him and everything goes oh, flying. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. over and over yeah. and over. Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. Like, oh, this time, are they going to go easy on me? <laughs> well, it's just, I love it. He, Dan, uh, Jack didn't even respond. Daniel's like, yeah. Jack? Yeah. Click. He puts the phone down slowly, yeah. <laughs> but, but Daniel enjoyed that a little too much, did he not? Like, oh, this chair is comfy. This chair is and, comfortable. I want one yeah. of these. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he shot everyone in the warehouse and he blows his gun and, you know, like yeah. it's a Western or something. Well, they had the yeah. the voice changer for the, yes. make it sound like they were going oh. cool effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would have been hilarious though if this had been the episode of Next Generation, right? Where like someone had to like the cadet had to like bust into Picard's office, his ready room, and like stun him with a phaser or something. I don't know. Wouldn't have that have been like weird? Hammond, you yeah, want Hammond stunned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see Picard going along with that. He's way too yeah. uptight. Yeah, not even on Captain Picard Day. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I feel like the best parts of the episode are the little cutaway scenes you get with Daniel and Teal just chilling. Yeah, <laughs> those are fun to see. Yeah. Well, Actually, even even yeah. Jack when he's he's kind. Of, I mean, first of all, he's he's you can tell he does not like doing the training. He does mm-hmm. not yeah. like doing the testing, mm-hmm. and he's just yelly and growly and and oh, it, I, I and then it, and then and then it's like, well, do you remember what you were? You remember what it was like, you know? And I yeah. wasn't like that. Was and you remember when you were that age? age? I was never that age. Okay. Yeah, no, this is the <laughs> that was the best scene because yes, you you dig into more of how so Jack's getting older, right? He's the leader of the outfit. He's been there since day one. He's getting older, but he's not going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, they need to turn it over to the younger crowd. Mm-hmm. But he realizes how dangerous it is 
he's seen people die off world. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine there, you know, so there's two kind of things going on where he doesn't want to age, you know, he doesn't want to turn over the reins and especially he doesn't want to see these kids be sent off world to, mm-hmm. to die. So I thought that scene with, with Carter, while it's funny, you know, it, it, in parts, it's very, it's also very touching. It's, I think it's the best scene in the mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. And that was the add on scene. Oh, really? That was added yeah. on because they were short in time. Who wrote that scene? I wonder. I don't know, but I, I agree with you. Like, I, I love that. It's just so, like you said, poignant in a way and deep, but it's also funny just watching mm-hmm. the two of them interact in that way. Yeah. And then there's a whole shipper jello thing, which <laughs> the red and the blue jello. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, is that a thing? I didn't know that. That's was a thing. The meeting jello or? is a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I read somewhere that the red and the blue was originally chosen because they were bright colors and mm-hmm. they thought it would film well, but it became a thing representative of their moods and the two of them. And we get more jello. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have to keep an eye out for that. <laughs> I, I know wanna, y'all are excited. <laughs> just make sure to not just Google Jack O'Neill, Samantha Carter, jello. No, jello. no, no probably okay. not. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Eating Jello. I don't In even know if that might be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just not Google it. Just don't <laughs> Google it. Don't Google anything. You might be safe if you, if you search on the the Stargate Command there wiki. You then you might be okay. But yeah. even then, I'm not gonna. Mm. I'm not gonna risk it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I didn't hate it, but. You're kind of you're kind of bringing me around to your point of view, Victor. I've got to say, I mean, more I think it's, about it. It's it, it's a functional episode. I mean, it's not it's not a train wreck, but it's just kind of there, and it yeah. could have been so much better. But you also think that if you're the casual fan, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. it's fine. There's a lot of cute team moment things, interactions, and it's the next. You know, kind of thinking, oh, are they going to do a spinoff with these people? Like. What's going mm. on? And um, Stargate High. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I but I agree with I think it was you said this, Victor, that they didn't give us any depth to the those characters. Yeah. Was it you? And Lieutenant Elliot really irked me. And I think because I I didn't know who he was as a person. Right. Well and the fact that he's like failed two exercises already, granted yeah. he did okay on this one when he thought it was real, but I mean he's still you know, it, he still failed the other two exercises. <laughs> yeah. But did he fail because Grogan keeps getting shot? I'm just saying. And they and they passed Grogan too. I mean, and, and <laughs> it, like he's the he's the one we know most about. Is that he's just you know he gets shot a lot and stuff. He's a bullet sponge. Yeah, and I, I, and I did like how like so. There's one of the exercises they have to you know retrieve an alien device and then they open it up and it's it's actually you know going to explode its rig to self destruct and. And um, it's counting down and Elliot makes the decision to just, you know, book it out of there. And then in the background, they like have the device explode and it's a pretty substantial explosion. Like if the cadets were actually like sitting there working on it, they would like have like, you know, blindness and like face yeah. burns. And a bunch stuff. of fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, a. I mean, it, it was, you know, a pretty big explosion. It didn't just go like beep, you are dead. It. You know, so if they had stuck around to actually try and like diffuse it, they would have had like pretty bad burns and probably be deaf or something. Maybe that was just the way to filter out the really dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing, though, uh, with Elliot 
I would not send this guy off world. He is so insanely gullible. He would get tricked so easily by <laughs> yeah. any aliens. Like if he's going to fall for this. He's not going to be good in like a gold impersonation scenario. Just just send him to the gate the gamekeeper planet, and you'll never have to hear from him again because he'll yeah. just be in the pods yeah. forever. Like saying, "Oh, I guess I'm watching my parents die again." <laughs> Whoop! Oh, how is this? <laughs> Team Jake. <laughs> Team Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let go of that rope, Jake. <sighs> yeah, I will say though, they did a lot of damage to the SGC. How many bulkheads do they have to cut through to Oh yeah. To get down mm-hmm. there? Yeah. I mean They did like the little hand waving away. It's like like Gosh, your sir seems inconvenient having to like, you know, do, don't the people mind like <laughs> like having to pretend being shot like every week or something for these things and and they're like no 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 they 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 welcome it because you know it helps it helps you know train the people and stuff it just seems very inefficient <laughs> well how long have they been doing this it sounds uh, like they've been doing it for yeah. several months yeah cuz they, they they had a line about you know how you know shutting shutting down the sgc mm-hmm. for months but mm-hmm. well you think about how many sg teams we've lost <laughs> yeah so well, I only guess... get a new team. Yeah, a new SG. team, SG seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot Elliot's on it. Yep. Yeah. Lucky them. So now <laughs> we, we brought we brought it up earlier, but we should we should mention that there was a Cylon in was? you know invading SG one. Yeah. So Grace Park played uh Lieutenant Satterfield, who was number eight, who was Athena and Boomer on S- mm-hmm. on BSG. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and she's I looked up the other uh, the other three actors, and none of them have really gone on to do much else. Although Elliot, the main guy, his wife was actually in an episode of Atlantis. I saw like as a guest star. So oh, cool! Hmm. Got that I did see there. that Grace Park was the only one of the four who this was her only Stargate appearance. Yep. The other three, ah. well, obviously Haley had been on twice, and the uh, I think Elliot's in three episodes, and Grogan's in two. Oh, okay. So it's just it's just her that, and that I guess that's because she probably went on. Um, this was two thousand and two, and Battlestar yep. premiered in two thousand and four. Yep, the miniseries right? was oh three. So okay, it's probably soon after this that that yeah. was being made. Yeah, they probably started filming right after this. Then yeah, if and they they were, I think it was in, in Vancouver process. also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I just thought she was cute. I mean. Better in Battlestar Galactica, but in this one, I just, you know, I just thought that's the word that came to mind. It was like she was so cute the way she was like, "I'm gonna Daniel's cute, and I'm gonna protect him," and you know, yeah, yeah. that was. <laughs> but you know, it's all Haley called her out. Yeah, like yeah. Haley's the one who ratted her out. Like she just thinks he's cute. I'm like, like, shut up! What is wrong with you? Yeah, I'm a team player, Haley. Yeah, well, she yeah. was in on the whole thing, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. of course, and and Haley could be the mini Sam again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the with the nanobots and stuff. Yeah, they probably put Haley on like all the exercises, right? So this is probably like her seventh or eighth time, like going through this. Conceivably, Possibly. right? That's true. Mm-hmm. She's not good enough to actually get on an SG team, so she just gets to be on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when do I get on the SG team? I've I've now like passed like eighteen people on SG. Oh no, Haley, we got we got yeah. one more. One more group well, of cadets. One more group. She does. She does get mentioned later as being on one of the. Oh, good. The carrier mm-hmm. ships. Yeah, she's around. Oh, cool. But we don't see her. But she does get mentioned. Oh, she was on the the George Hammond. Oh, okay, excellent. Uh, 
I like how um, O'Neill says she's, what is she like, all four foot nine fighting, whatever. Yeah, four foot nine fighting machine. She's five four. Yeah, she didn't seem four now. So she's taller than me. You got to remember they're short. They're shorter in Hollywood than they they say they are. Yeah. That's because everyone on SG1 is like ginormous. Yeah. Yeah. As they they demonstrated in last week's episode, uh, you can't tell on the camera. No, you can't. Yeah. And I feel like, again, this is uh, the pattern of episodes where Teal'c really has literally nothing to do, except <laughs> he has like three lines, I feel like, in the whole episode. And be background. Yeah. 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 I like him playing with the little magnifying glass yeah. there in Hammond's office. They should have had a callback to a window of opportunity and have him be juggling the golf balls. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be oh yeah. 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 And he got zatted awfully easy or shot yep. with the Entar. Intar. Intar, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they had this, they used the Zats. Do they disable the three tap function on them, I guess? Because I don't feel like they mentioned I that. I don't think we've seen that no. since like season one. That, that, that got, well, yeah, the Zats didn't get released or season two. We didn't see yeah. the Zats until season two, beginning of season two. And I think the only time we hear about the, the third kill wipes them out is in the first episode where we see them. And then wormhole extreme where say, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Or it yeah. makes them disappear. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, I don't think they modified the zats for the train. I think they're real zats. Yeah. They just that's, make sure to only one tap them. Yeah. Make sure the button's not sticky. Cause that's I have a, dangerous. I have a, I have a keyboard <laughs> with some sticky keys. And every time I hit them, it hits it twice. Yeah, I, mean, I used to have that problem with my duck hunt controller. So yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There Man. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the the logistics of shutting down the entire base for uh, and this is at least a day's worth of work, if not more. Well, and and they're not really <laughs> shutting them down either. No. They're just they're supposed <laughs> to be doing it between teams coming and going. But then you know we had SG three apparently mm-hmm. got an emergency return, and we didn't know. So who was the ghoul that was chasing them? That's interesting, say, right? Yeah. How many? How many are left and who's shooting at who and chasing SG teams? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, can, can and, we and, get that episode, please? Yeah. <laughs> and I and like apparently that, that was an actual real thing that happened during this. That wasn't a part of the background yeah. of the test, you know? Yeah. That's why, they had to, that's why they had to call them off from the gate room. And I like how everybody's like, just like, they're just upset that they're inconvenienced that like one of their teams was under fire and had to be brought in. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry about that, but SG3 was. <laughs> and they come through the gate. It's like, well, couldn't they fight it? They don't say that, but it's like, <laughs> well, they were yeah. Marines. So I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> worry about them later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, negative SG3. We're in Just, the middle of a cadet exercise. Yeah, uh, find another, go see the Knox. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, go, go find another set of crayons to, to have for lunch. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> try, try dialing uh, one of the alpha sites or something, or maybe that black hole planet. <laughs> yeah. Go to oh, the planet. Yeah. The uh, Hammond did mention to, oh, we had General Kerrigan again. Yep. Yep. And uh, Hammond did mention that he's wanting to set up a training facility and all of that. So I think that was the second time yeah. he's mentioned that. So ho- hopefully it works. Well, they, they keep trying to set up alpha sites and mm-hmm. off planet study sites. And it always works out so well. Mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do find it funny that this episode directly follows Wormhole Extreme, which is about a TV show about Stargate. And then this is like more fake Stargate. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But, but next week, next week we get real Stargate, right? Uh, what's that? 48 Should hours? Should be one of Victor's hours. favorites. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. The introduction of Dr. Rodney and Kay. Oh, and it Mayborn's is. in it. Yeah. Everybody's it in this one. It's a, it's wow, a big we one. Get, we get two episodes that introduce big big uh, characters rodney mckay next week and then we have summit after that where we get ball mm-hmm. oh cool nice. yeah yeah so That's we got what I'm two saying. i think they're with- saving their money right yeah yeah <laughs> so that's actually that's next week in our uh our watching order but that's not going to be next week on the podcast because next week we have joseph malazzi on yeah yes. uh, for Yay! our 100th episode yes. so Woo-hoo. make sure uh, right. make sure you join us for that yeah, we uh, we we obviously pre-recorded the uh, the interview, and it was a fun interview. So it's definitely look forward to listening to it. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned in the chat, Victor, uh, he didn't like this episode very much either. Apparently, so <laughs> no, I mean maybe not as he was maybe a little <laughs> bit more reserved in his criticism of it. But yeah, yeah, that, that's why uh, you know you know obviously he's been very outgoing to the fandom and uh, a great resource as he's you know posted on his blog. Of, rich oral history of stargate um and we're we're able to delve into that a little bit with him in the in the interview um as well as maybe get and i'm not going to spoil it here but a little insight into the the script that brad wright wrote for the uh stargate right. uh yep. relaunch that never happened mm-hmm. there, there may yeah. be a nugget of information there that has not yes. made it out through any other means or maybe yeah, it has so. but you listen anyway so <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a really yeah. good time talking about and, some fun uh, stuff yeah yeah <laughs> We also get to hear about the the space gopher, which you can find that on Reddit, on the yeah. Stargate Reddit, where he shares all the concept art and stuff. I'll yes. make sure to yes. uh, next week when we when the episode comes out, I'll make sure to drop that image in the uh, Discord so everyone can see it. Yes. Yeah. And would you talk a tiny bit about shipping? Yes, we do. Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there was the not thing, room for Jello. There was not room. No for Jello, Jello talk. Yeah. <laughs> Should have asked about that. <laughs> yeah. Should have asked. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah. We'll have to have him back a couple yeah. seasons later. 200. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> awesome. Uh, did y'all have any other thoughts on this episode? Nothing here. <laughs> I think we, we pretty well vented our, our spleens on this one. There was yeah. some, uh, there were some, uh, alternate language or not alternate, oh, yeah. alternate titles oh, in the yeah. language. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's hear this. Yeah. So in French, in French, uh, this was trial by fire, which oh. is le preuve de feu. In German, it's, it's a very, they, you know, it's not proving ground. It's just a single word, uh, trial. Um, so very short in German, the waters gonna probe. With the pattern we've been seeing with German titles, I'm surprised it wasn't, this is all just a test and none of it is real. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skip this week. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So I do have to let you guys know that this whole recording we just did, this was all just a test. So now we got to do the oh, real really? episode. So oh, man. Did we pass? Yeah. Did we get an A? <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. asking if the episode did. Yeah. Am I still on this show? <laughs> <laughs> Have I been moved to uh to Catholics of Science or 
You, yeah. You're getting you're getting moved to the secrets of Kevin Sorbo because oh nice been mentioned enough wow times. <laughs> it's, it's true that's that eventually you do yeah you, you do you do find your your dream job if you just stick it out long enough yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome uh, before we go we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate including Anna Marie S Kenneth W Emily F. Jim W. and Luca C. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate and all the shows at StarQuest. And you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. And to find previous episodes of Secrets of Stargate and to send us feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash stargate. And you can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia or on Twitter at sqpn. And be sure to come over and check out our Discord at sqpn.com slash Discord. And next week, we'll be back with our 100th episode with the interview with Joseph Malazzi. So make sure you tune in for that because it's going to be a lot of fun. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me and sharing the secret to Stargate. Well, thank you, Jack. And Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Thanks, Jack. And that's not our normal centerpiece. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. We should get a centerpiece for the show. We should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once a- Yeah, I feel like your background, Victor, on the video yeah. uh, version on YouTube, Victor always has a fun background. So that's kind of our centerpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, I'm Jack Berezini. Thank you for listening to The Secret to Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Star Trek. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash Star Trek.